Hit Our Music for June 8th, 2020 is made possible by Level Down Games. Check us out over at leveldowngames.com for the latest reviews and brand new episodes of Max Level, a video game podcast every Monday, BG Mania, a video game music podcast every Wednesday, Hit Our Music, a professional wrestling podcast every Thursday, and The Media Files. Now hit our music. Hit Our Music is a weekly, but I guess sometimes uh, we'll do this twice a week. Probably not very often, yeah. but sometimes twice a week. Professional Wrestling Podcast brought to you by Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined this bonus episode by Dan. What is going on, everybody? Yes. So you and I are sitting down and we both just finished watching the NXT in your house. I don't want to call this a takeover because while it was, I guess, kind of like a takeover, did they? didn't really promote it as a takeover. They promoted it as an In Your House and like the 25th anniversary of In Your House. We saw Todd Pettengill at the very start and, you know, them making jokes about, hey, we're not going to give away a house this time. But I, they, they, it was promoted as as an event like that, which I actually thought was really, really cool. Uh, yeah, it's crazy to think that we celebrating the 25th anniversary. It just makes me feel old. Yeah. May of 1995 was the first In Your House and I actually Actually, funny enough, uh, watched it last night uh, in prep for takeover. Oh, wow. I guess I guess that they are calling it takeover in your house. I'm looking at the uh, I guess they are calling it a takeover, even though they were promoting it more for the in your house name. It is still takeover in name. But uh, I actually watched the first in your house for the first time since it aired initially. Uh, and man, it was not good. <laughs> I mean, it was OK. Correct. <laughs> Remember, See, mid 90s never... WWF was kind of kind of bad. I mean, it was enjoyable at times, but it was also kind of bad. Correct. And now while In Your House was made to what kind of give us a bridge between the major pay-per-views back in the day? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. because back then, you know, this this started in 95 uh, through 94. We just had, you know, the major what, Royal Rumble, yeah, King of the Ring, SummerSlam, Survivor yeah, Series, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So those were the five. But this was cool. And, you know, they came out and said, well, I guess WrestleVotes on Twitter said, that uh, this was going to have more of like an old school style feel and it did and I liked it and that initially got me super excited but then the event it, it didn't keep that excitement for me it did in moments but it fell flat a lot at least for me as somebody who doesn't watch NXT weekly anymore correct and I mean I do watch NXT weekly but I will say that uh, I do fast forward through some of the matches ones I guess that I don't care too much for, but it's really the only WWE programming that I'm still watching weekly. My wife still watches all of them weekly, but NXT is the only one that is I she a do. Bigger get. wrestling fan than you? <laughs> no, I'm just like I mean, I'm, right? I'm just asking, like to be because this is not the first she time you said TNA. something like that. That's no, what I was going to say. You said she said watches Impact, and you don't. So <laughs> correct. I, I don't. I th I don't know. Maybe she's just not fed up. 
as much as I am. Okay. I guess if that makes sense, because I I do love wrestling. I mean, I, you know that that's one thing that kind of brought us together in high school was our, our love for wrestling and be able to talk, you know, outside of video games. Um, and I, I I'd always watched it, uh, but I'm just I'm tired of the product right now <laughs> that isn't AEW Fair and enough. NXT. I do Fair I do enough. like NXT. Yeah. Fair so. enough. Uh, like we've said the past two episodes, uh, you know, we're already doing a bonus episode, but typically we are going to be heavily focused, and I guess we're going to keep repeating this just for a couple episodes, heavily focused on AEW, but we decided that we would do our looking back at episodes of Hit Our Music, which is basically like our review episodes. Uh, we decided we would do those for the NXT events as well because they are quote-unquote indirect competition, even though, you know, NXT isn't really a, its own promotion, so to speak. <laughs> True. They, they are doing that Wednesday Night War type mentality, and I thought it would be fun to kind of compare and contrast. You know, we just had Double or Nothing uh, last week. So, you know, comparing the two events, it, it's hard. It, it's really hard because this did not have that pay-per-view style uh, over-the-top feel to it. I don't know. Maybe it was maybe it was some of the matches that were presented, but I, I don't think it was the order because I think the order was the correct order for this. Uh, and, yeah, I agree. I agree with and that. And I guess we can just quickly kind of like gloss over all the uh, all the matches. So it started off with the six-woman tag, Shotzi Blackheart, Tegan Knox, and Mia Yim taking on Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. I didn't care about this match. Um, I, I thought that the heels were going to win and that Candice LeRae would actually pick up the victory because I assumed that she would probably be the one going on. I think I fucked that up how I said that, but probably be the one going on to challenge whomever was going to win the women's title later on in the night. So I thought that the heels would win and she would get the victory and they didn't. They didn't win at all. No, the, the faces no, won. Yeah, I think Tegan I, Knox I, actually got the victory. I uh, She did. So I think there's kind of a little bit of a statement there because Tegan got the pin over Dakota and I think that kind of makes a statement because wasn't it? It was Dakota who ended up uh, cheap shotting uh, Tegan in the cage. That's when she made her first heel right, turn. Right, right, right. Back uh, whatever other takeover. That was during Survivor Series weekend if I'm not oh, mistaken. Oh, that's right. Okay, because yep, it was during no, War that's Games. Right. Yep, yeah. Okay, that was at War Games. So yeah, I think that kind of makes a statement, but you're right. I think I would like to have seen Dakota go, you know, over Tegan or whatever. And yeah, then hopefully set up that's Tegan. not the end of their little program together. Hopefully that does continue forward because it does give them both something to do. Raquel Gonzalez included. Um, yes, exactly. You know, it gives them stuff to do. So hopefully that uh, that wasn't like a, a hint that that program is over. Uh, but the match wasn't it wasn't anything to be excited about. It was pretty run of the mill in terms of a, yeah. a six woman tag. Uh, it didn't hold my excitement too much. Then we got the Finn Balor, Damian Priest match. And this match made me, I guess, disappointed more so than excited because, first of all, Code Orange at the beginning. I'm not a huge fan of Code Orange in general, but I thought that their screaming singer was Damian Priest. Yeah, there was a, I mean, it did. It <laughs> kind of made you did like a double similarity, take. Yeah, yeah it serious made you do a double take. I thought they were uh, having some of the uh, NXT guys sing the uh, title theme or something for this show. But, but to me, Finn Balor, what, what's going on, man? Uh, 
I, I don't know. Like, we were talking in Discord, you know, during this, er, and I just, like, what are they doing with Finn Balor? Like, because he's not, like, a spring chicken either. He's not a young guy. He's in his late 30s. He's not going to be around forever doing this. And it feels <sighs> like it's just so much wasted talent and opportunities for amazing, like, matches with guys that aren't in NXT. Sure, there's a yes. lot of amazing talent in NXT, but Finn Balor still has a lot of matches that he could have with people on the main roster that I'd be super excited to see. Well, I also felt like they kind of rushed his heel turn. Like he had that, you know, he gave that super kick to Gargano and, and it was like, holy to, shit. Uh, back to a face almost already. Correct. Like, you know, they did, you know, and that was like, He's okay, shit. more than the big show. Exactly. And, but like, and now Gargano's heel and I'm not liking that, but it's like, it's like they just have no idea what to do with Balor. And it just makes me sad because Balor was one of my favorites or still is one of my favorites but you're you're right he's not a spring chicken he's not getting any younger they're they're wasting the talent it's like he should be having some great matches because he has that in him to have great matches like him and Seth Rollins had absolutely yeah absolutely for the uh he was main eventing yeah inaugural United or not United Jesus uh Universal Uh, championship match yeah and if it wasn't for the bad spot on the turnbuckle uh what separating his shoulder yeah yeah he would have he would have uh had a probably way different career by now <laughs> yeah I, I agree with that because and i don't know if a heel balor i know there's you know we're we're not sure if he's going face or whatever but i, I uh, a heel balor doesn't I, I think like a heel comedic balor would be better than like a heel serious balor like if that Chris makes Jericho. any sense yes yeah, yes that type of a heel <laughs> yes and he could probably pull that off as well he probably could uh, i think so he, he does generally pretty well in in every role given but i just wish that they would figure something out for him because sitting on the lower like lower end of the mid card like we're not even in the mid card right now we're we're on the lower end of the mid card (laughs) so it's it's sad sitting there you know not not opening up the show even though you know opening up is sometimes a blessing when uh when when you're given the opportunity like they always usually start out some of the pay-per-views with a with an amazing match like wrestlemania but um the lower end of the mid card is not a good place to be for finn balor so hopefully they figure something out at all yeah they gotta figure it out and the NXT talent needs to figure out uh, some better chance because they're just kind of like copying what the NXT crowd normally does at full sale. And like th- this, this match got a this is awesome chant. Several matches. I think every match got a this is awesome chant, e- including the opening match, which started immediately before the match even began. And I thought that was just so stupid because it, first of all, it wasn't awesome. And second of all, the match hadn't started yet. But th- they also got the approval to chant uh, holy shit at the end of the night. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a little shocking, but it, it just seems like the WWE, you know, crowd uh, just seems so forced where AEW just seems to do it so much better. It, because AEW doesn't tell them what to do. That's the issue Very is true. that, you know, these NXT talent, you know, that, yeah, yes, AEW guys were there just as long as these AE, or I'm sorry, AEW talent was there just as long as the NXT talent has been for some of these tapings, you know, back when COVID first started, AEW taped like six or seven weeks worth of programming in two days. So, you know, these guys were super tired and super exhausted as well. So I know the long days really, really, really do suck. But I I read stuff that like during Raw and SmackDown, these people aren't allowed to sit 
and like they have to be standing. So they're yes. super tired. And then, you know, like AEW, yes, they have the opportunity to stand, but they also have the opportunity to sit like they're both they're up and down. They're yes, sitting exactly. or standing as the action dictates like a crowd would. And then people I've read that are saying that certain people in WWE are coming over the public speakers and yes. telling them to be more excitable and more into the action when it's in the ring and th- they're just being told what to do. It's somebody being said they were too looking too tired or something like that. And it it's was being like dictated yeah. too much. And you can tell that it's forced. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely forced. And the glass, I, I don't or the plexiglass or whatever. I still don't like that, even though it was kind of cool to see Keith Lee. Uh, Which was the next Gargano match. So, yeah. Exactly. It's kind of nice segue, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm getting nice, there. <laughs> nice, nice, uh, nice Danway. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Hey, there we go. But, uh, you know, it's, it's cool to see because I'm a big D11. hockey guy. So it's yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> it's, it's cool to see uh, somebody go through it, but it just it, it's weird. It's just yeah, with the it's, it's just a weird crowd presence and I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. But talking about Gargano and Keith Lee, I thought that was actually a pretty good match. I, I did enjoy that. I thought the story that they were telling throughout the match was really cool. Keith Lee giving the shout out to the Black Lives Matter movement on the back Loved of his that. jacket yeah. and the, uh, and the back of his tights was super cool as well. So, you know, they, they made the right moves with this match. Um, the right guy won. I think Keith Lee keeping the title was the right call at the moment. I think all of us picked him to win in our because we did the predictions in Discord I just did for not. fun. I oh, actually, did you take Gargano? OK, I, I did. And just because I, I, I guess I was maybe just trying to, you know, uh, what do you ca- catch lightning in a bottle or something? I like Keith Lee. I, I thought it was good that he kept it. But I was like, maybe they got something up their sleeves and they'll give it to Gargano. Yeah, because they but do seem wrong. like they're setting up for maybe Gargano and Candice to both have the NXT and, you know, men and women's titles, basically. It seems like uh, they yes. might be trying to set up for that. They definitely could be. Um, I can't believe Gargano wrestled with a key in his tights on the front, too. Like, I'd, I'd have been a little scared about that. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, right? Yeah, had to have been wearing something underneath. <laughs> yeah, man. I would have been a little, you know, the way that Otherwise, key could dig in. Uh, yeah. Poking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, that, I'm that's sure a Keith little Lee deadly. probably wouldn't have wanted that in his eye afterwards. No, so. no, not at all. And then they did that great uh, where Gargano tried to escape through the door for yes. the In Your House set. Yes. And they had that really cool uh, uh, door cam. I thought that was kind of cool. And it. And it seemed like when they opened the door, when Gargano came out, I'm, I'm assuming that had to have been a green screen because I think everything yeah, he turned the temperature point, down. Right? Yeah. When he turned the temperature down, yeah. uh, that was like in filmed somewhere else because then it cut real quick. And then like he yes. was there and then I believe he was standing in front of what looked like a green screen because there was no way they built a room back there behind that door. <laughs> no, no. There's just no space for it unless they Not got at rid all. of it all the training equipment. In there. Yeah. I mean, they barely barely had a they barely had a runway to get to the ring yeah there was a little bit of grass there or a little bit of green to make it look like grass and they did the best that they could with the house setup so I, I appreciated that yeah I wish they would have been able to go a little bit more in depth because the uh the one back from 1995 was so fucking cool looking but um I appreciated the throwback for that well and they also what they did record backlash today yeah right before this so yeah which, exactly when, so, when even is backlash we're not doing a Sunday. we're not doing a review for that because I don't even know that we're gonna watch backlash <laughs> it's it is it's next sunday do you still watch main roster pay-per-views 
We we do. Oh man, sometimes like like I said, we put them on in the background. We use it more as an excuse to like order food and just kind of like hang out and smoke and relax and just chill. But now I don't know. Like we just kind of don't pay attention much to it. Like Jessica and I are both sitting there playing Animal Crossing: New Horizons during the uh, like the main roster pay per views and just not really. And paying that's kind of how I'll be. I, I'm I'll probably have my switch out there. I'll be doing some stuff on my phone. I mean, I'll, I'll have we'll it have to it I'm watching. I'll, yeah. I'll say that. Backlash will be on our TV the next Sunday. Will I be watching it? Probably not. I may pay attention to Edge and Orton. <laughs> but yeah, that might which be they it. keep touting as the greatest match. I, yeah, I don't the know. The greatest wrestling match ever. Not, yeah. not going to be the greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> No, it won't be. But uh, then we had the backlot brawl, which I thought was kind of surprising. I'm, I thought it was interesting. They put it right in the middle of the card, but I liked its positioning. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it did break things up a little bit. Uh, great match. Entertaining match. I, I had fun with this. I like the cinematic style, so I okay. did have fun with this. And that's why I wanted to talk about a little bit. These cinematic matches that we've been getting, uh, you know, is WWE on to something? And I think they are. And and you're right. It was probably. Well, let's credit credit where credit is due. Matt Hardy and Impact Wrestling. Matt Hardy and Jeremy <sighs> Borash starting this and then. Correct. Bringing exactly. that into WWE yeah. and them starting to do it with give... like the Firefly. Yeah. De- WWE definitely does not get credit for cinematic matches. No. No. Matt Hardy gets credit for cinematic matches. <laughs> but it, I, I, the way they uh, present it, you know, it, it was I, I liked it. Having them come out, Monster Truck, and then uh, Dream coming out with that nice Lamborghini. I agree with Mauro Ronaldo. It should have been a little red Corvette. Today is Prince's birthday after all. Yeah. With, with how much ties, you know, that he has with Prince. Uh, why didn't I wonder why they didn't do yeah, that? June 7th, 1958. Prince was born. It's such it was such a missed opportunity such a missed and I have to assume that they probably weren't thinking ahead because this was filmed not That's last right, Thursday weeks, on the 4th but it was filmed on ago. like the 28th or something May 28th so That's they right. probably weren't thinking that far ahead and just didn't realize that it was Prince's birthday today and you know just happened to coincide with within your house but but man at least more Ronaldo was smart enough to acknowledge it it should have been a little red Corvette and it should have been though. it should have been a tribute to Prince uh, he he does get shit on more than he should, but I I, I think he's a great announcer. Velveteen, oh, more Ronello? I thought you meant Velveteen yeah. Dream. No, 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 no. I meant uh, Ronello. I I like him as an announcer. I like his over the top. Um, yes, I uh, love it. Oh man, what was his name? Joey Styles in uh, in ECW. I like that over the top mentality. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But um, I don't like that he makes so many like modern pop culture references to everything all the time. Like I think a lot of his stuff is forced and tried to be tied into like current events and I don't think you need to do that all the time every now and then is clever and fun correct but like he does it every match sometimes and that's where he gets a lot of flack but um, I did have fun with the match you're right it was a great presentation Uh, supposedly this was a set that they built right on the uh, the the back lot of Full Sail University and I mean it it looked like a set right yeah it was 100% we were talking about it in discord Um, and then I found a, a quote from somebody that literally yeah it was built right on the back lot of Full Sail University. So um, maybe not built, probably not the best word, because some of that definitely was already there. But yes. some of that was absolutely a set. Those buildings 100% looked like a set. There was a shot at one point where the camera was up high, kind of like they did for the uh, Money in the Bank ladder match on top of the um, on top of the corporate headquarters, where they kind of gave it away a little bit to where they weren't actually falling off the roof. This There was no back to the buildings. So there just was a top. <laughs> 
So it definitely looked like a set. Yeah, um, I mean, it got that vibe set, but still, it didn't take anything away from the match. I no, just wonder match was fun. how distracted were they with the headlights? Because I was a little distracted at first with the headlights. Um, it was a little I, distracting. It was a right. little distracting, and it had been um, rainy the day that they filmed it. Yes. So the glare from like the raindrops and stuff certainly wasn't helping. And what they did, were they out there for like what ten hours? Ten plus supposedly? hours, from what I understand. I mean, yeah, they, they didn't finish filming that match until uh, until after five a.m. From what I understand, so that's that would brutal. be rough. That's that, freaking that's a long brutal. Day. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, actually, thought uh, Velveteen Dream had a really good shot at winning this match, but I think you and I both took Adam Cole to win. I think Frank took Dream. He um, did. Adam Cole. It just seems like they're not done with him right now. Like they're, no. the, it, the Adam Cole championship experience is not over yet. And I, I kept bringing up a point in Discord. Maybe it's to try to entice him or to you know keep him interested in in NXT and WWE because his contract is coming up at uh, sometime in August, and there are strong rumors that you know he does have or will have a a very very good offer from AEW to come over there. I mean, you know, he like he was at their uh, party like a couple weeks ago with Britt Baker. Like he was at an AEW party. Uh, obviously, he's very good friends with those guys. So there's it makes sense. It does. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Would I like to see him in AEW? I would absolutely love to see him in dude, AEW. Immediate impact and immediate legitimacy to everything. And I think a lot of people would tune in for it. I think AEW oh. would probably break a million that week if Adam Cole showed up on Dynamite. Now, does he own the name or like Adam Cole? He's been Adam Cole for forever. Like he was Adam okay. Cole in Ring of Honor. He was Adam, okay. he's Adam Cole. That, that's him. Yep. He, okay. that, that is cool. his name. Cool, cool, cool. Well, his actual um, name is Austin Jenkins, but Adam yes. Cole was Adam Cole. <laughs> Correct. Adam Cole, baby, which I am wearing. I'm wearing the Adam Cole shirt. Nice, uh, nice, nice, yes, nice. Yes, had to reap that. Um, but yeah, it is um, kind of strange that we're a few months out from his contract expiring and he has not re-signed. Yes, like, it's very interesting because WWE typically has been locking, especially yes. big names like him, oh, yeah. up to you know multi-year deals well before their contract is set to expire. You know, guys typically are signing extensions when they still have a year to two years left. And Adam Cole didn't do that. His contract is set to expire. And I think that's interesting. Um, I, I hope I hope this is something that we can look at and say this was like the first major move of like this Wednesday night war because it's not really a Wednesday night war, but it's not. It, it's fun. And I hope that this could potentially be a fun moment for us as wrestling fans, because that's what this would be. If Adam Cole did jump to AEW, clearly he would drop the NXT title first. We're not going to get a Medusa here. We're not going to get a. <sighs> Uh, NXT title <laughs> dropped in the trash can on Dynamite. <laughs> Which would be great, by the way. Be fucking hilarious if it happened. Right. But we're not going to get that. So uh, it would just it would just be cool if Adam Cole showed up like, the, you know, one week on Dynamite. There he is. Another thing is competition is always good for us, the consumer. Yes, 100 percent, dude. Just look at how it's been since uh, AEW has been around. Look at look at how, you know, NXT has improved. And I mean, WWE really hasn't improved as as, as much as I would like to, to think that they have in terms of like Raw and SmackDown. They do fall into the same formulas and mentalities over and over and over again. But NXT has largely been enjoyable because of AEW. 
It has been, and I think SmackDown has upped the game by I going think to Fox. Fox has upped the game, not well, SmackDown. That's what I'm saying. Well, exactly. Fox, Fox is, is behind the game. a lot of success with SmackDown. Uh, yes, and I actually like watching. Backstage. Well, I was just about to say, do you watch backstage? No. Okay, I do. Something I record, something I watch. A because I love CM Punk. I'm a big CM Punk yeah, guy, and I know he's on there at least once a month or something like that. Yeah, he's uh, and he was on uh, this past week, which actually he had a really good uh, interview with uh, Daniel. Brian uh, and you can watch it in its entirety on YouTube and I would recommend doing that it's kind of cool hearing those guys yeah talk about like you know because they kind of came into the business together and here we are 20 years later you know and they're I mean CM Punk's out of it but is he coming back is he not coming back that's yeah. gonna be a whole nother episode <laughs> don't want to get Fox sidetracked right here. now Dan exactly <laughs> that's what he'll always tell you he, I'm, he I'm works ho- for I'm Fox holding on. he doesn't I'm work for WWE those are, those are his words <laughs> I know but I'm holding out <laughs> he makes it very clear he doesn't work for WWE <laughs> oh I know he does Trust me, I know he does. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious. <laughs> but yes, to get back on track, uh, that was probably my favorite match of the night uh, was the uh, NXT Championship match. Yeah, I think I probably had the most fun watching that match. They did some yep. cool spots. Uh, Dexter Loomis getting involved. The rest of the Undisputed Era getting involved. I love Dexter Loomis. I, I love that look. I don't. Has, uh, yeah, I, Sam Shaw he, from Impact. Yeah. 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 We were talking Impact earlier. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's he's definitely got some uh got some smoke right now with this character uh dexter yeah. loomis is is a is a golden character for him and he pulls it off he kind of had the same character and impact didn't he? he was like a stalker almost i might have to ask your wife um yeah but, but i think he had like a stalker type of a gimmick in he was stalking oh man he was stalking somebody dude uh i don't think it was ally but it was somebody Sam Shaw. I can't. If she wasn't, she already went upstairs. To I know. Go Let's see here. Lay down. Let's see if his. Uh, we'll have to do an impact episode and just have her down here to be the. Uh, <laughs> She'll catch us up on, on yeah, what's I going know. on with with impact here. I'm looking to see if if it says here who. Oh, Christy Hemi is who it was. OK. Oh, that's right. I think I remember her telling me that. Shaw now later that you're became that. an obsessed fan of Christy Hemi and started asking her on dates, including one in his house where it was shown how Shaw had a room full of posters and pictures <laughs> of her. And then like they. This was like a full on thing that they did for like months. So, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I thought I, I thought so. So he pulls off that character. Well, he does that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And they used to call look. him the creepy bastard. Yeah. I totally remember that. Yeah. 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 He pulls that character off well. Um, Which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Before we get to the last two matches, uh, I, I did enjoy because there was that um, promo with Shawn Michael. Road Dog and Triple H. Oh, Road Dog looks funny with a beard. Yeah, struggling to use the computer. But yeah. uh, I, I did enjoy the Todd Pettengill segments. I enjoyed all the throwbacks. Yes, Promotional the throwbacks. consideration paid for by the following. And the uh, Adam Cole, that's why I go to Ico Pro. <laughs> like the old style stuff back from <laughs> yes. like the early 90s. Dude, oh, it, was yeah. good, it was good stuff. It was good stuff. Um, Karrion Cross, Tommaso Ciampa. I liked this. I liked it more for the spectacle that is Karrion Cross, though. Um, it wasn't an amazing match and it was never going to be because Karrion Cross is expected to be that quick. It, it, he's he's in that uh, stage of his, I guess, oh, I debut know. right now where he's just going to be dominating everybody. Yeah. So these matches aren't going to be like he's getting the Goldberg status, Dan. We're going to be chatting. <sighs> yeah. Uh, how, how do we do it? No, uh, we, no. we can't do. Don't we, make me hate Karrion, Cross because I like Karrion Cross. Karrion is three syllables and Cross is one. So we how do we do it? How do we how do we go from gold? 
Berg to carry in. Just doesn't flow as well. Because I, I don't want to hate Cross because I actually K-K, like him. Because then that'll everyone will just think KK Slider is going to come out from Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Always got to get Animal Crossing in, right? Somehow, <laughs> some way, we're going to get Animal Crossing in any episode we do. Yep. <laughs> but, but no, I, the entrance was, I was amazing. Kinda sad. Entrance yeah, was amazing. I Karrion love Cross's the entrance. entrance is always fucking good. Uh, Scarlet looked amazing tonight. Oh, the outfit man. was incredible. Yeah, yeah she looked yes, really, really was. good tonight. Yeah. Jessica, I didn't like, know she sings the song. Jessica's like, man, she's so hot. And I was like, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't know she sung the theme song. Yeah, she sings that. She said actually something. confirmed that on Twitter. Um, Frank, I think Frank said it in Discord. Oh, okay. She confirmed that on Twitter, like the week that they debuted, that she was the the one doing the vocals. So I thought that was cool, too. That is really cool. Um, Champa passing out, not tapping out, obviously protecting him in that in that regard. Of course, because, yeah, I do like Champa. Yeah, Champa's um, great, dude. Someone that yeah. has already said, you know, never leave an NXT like this is where I'm going to be until I leave WWE. <laughs> And I think Gargano is the same way, which is why neither of them two have uh, have been promoted to Raw or SmackDown. Which is, I mean, probably for the best. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, they, they get like lost the, in the shuffle. Look at Finn Balor. Yeah, they like the easier schedule. They like the man. They probably no travel. Just, they There's probably like who they work for than NXT better. They probably prefer Triple H over Vince, <laughs> even though Vince has the final say. Uh, Triple H still, you know, is mostly the ones that's hands on with that. So yeah, and I'm sure Triple H does have a little bit of pull. I would hope. Oh, pull, you, you would know? think. You would absolutely think. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think Karrion Cross isn't long for NXT. That is one thing I will say. I think he will be a, a huge star on Raw or SmackDown, man, by the end of the year. Uh, Yeah, I would think so. And I wonder how this, like, I wonder how this works. Now that Fox is in the fold, you know, like, does Fox and, like, Raw compete for, like, you know, For what? Fox or USA? Or what did I say? Fox and Raw. <laughs> Jesus. God almighty. Raw is its late. own channel. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. USA and Fox. Like, how does that work? Because I'm sure both of them want them on their respective channel. I would, I would assume, and I, I remember reading like back when they were doing the draft that both Fox and USA were pushing to have Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend on their shows, their respective shows. So I, I do think that, you know, there are certain people that they do fight over. <laughs> or at I least, mean, I don't blame at them. At least put in requests, hey, can we have this guy on our show? <laughs> yeah. Like, I we, mean, we want it's him there. And, and I think Paul Heyman also um, has a little bit of say in terms of like, hey, I want to work with this guy on Raw. I think he does get a little bit of, of say and like that's why Apollo Cruz is doing so well right now. Not uh, good. the dude is fucking talented beyond belief and deserves Correct. this push and has deserved it for. I mean, he's someone we didn't mention, dude. We should Apollo Cruz. We should have mentioned him last week. Uh, someone that's been way overlooked in WWE that that finally is getting a push with this US title run. So it would be uh, nice to see that uh, that guy get to go climb up the ladder more and maybe get an inter- intercontinental title run eventually. And who knows, maybe even all the way up to the top. But I mean, he's, he's got the talent. He's definitely got the talent. But Karrion Cross does, too. And oh, yeah. The dude's a beast. Yeah. Like, I, I'm definitely, uh, definitely thinking by the end of the year, he's going to be a major player for some show, Raw or SmackDown. And I, and I think he'll be a champion before long, man. I really, really do. Karrion Cross has got it all. And it seems like he's getting that pretty much. We're going to strap a rocket on your back and there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's getting a bit of the red, red carpet treatment. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I. I honestly think it's because of how hot of a commodity he was during his free agency. I mean, AEW really wanted him as well. And it makes me wonder, like, what if AEW would have gotten him? Like, what if they would have gotten Scarlett Bordeaux? And what if they would have been able to, you know, what what would they have done with him differently type of a thing? You know what I mean? Because I kind of like what WWE's doing. I can only I do. imagine what AEW, because AEW doesn't dictate anything. 
unless this is all Scarlet's idea, which it, it seems could like be. it might that be. could have been part of the leverage, seems like right? It might be, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that could be the leverage now that some of these free agents use. Like, hey, AEW gives us a lot more creative freedom. You know, what are you going to give us? Matt Hardy's been been definitely letting us know that. <laughs> well, like I said, he, he said he, this is the most fun he's had yes, in his it, entire wrestling tell. career. You can one hundred percent tell. One I mean, week he's V one. One week he's Damascus. One week he's <laughs> I, I uh, broken. One week he's woken. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> no. One week he's redfish. One week he's bluefish. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's just having fun. And you're, yeah, you're right. Some of these guys might be able to uh, to use that in like contract, like you know, negotiations and leverage. Oh yeah, I would. It was interesting because Frank actually said that you know he was questioning if we would see uh, Chelsea Green get involved in the triple threat NXT Women's Title match because it was main eventing. Uh, it's the last match we have, and I thought that it was an interesting kind of theory because they did show Robert Stone kind of looking hungover yeah. or <laughs> yeah, I don't know, like, like just a mess, high like on he's coke just... or something. Man, he was itching yeah. like he. <laughs> Yeah, he's just been having yeah. some bad decisions. <laughs> clearly, clearly just... it was a character and he was just, you know, playing a part, but they had him look that way and it, it's kind of funny. <laughs> But yeah, I, I actually didn't think that until that. And I was like, hmm, because yeah, you're it, right. It Triple threat, sense. no DQ. It, it, it would make sense. That is something that is the only note I took during this entire show was that I hate that triple threat matches are no disqualification because it never comes into play until late in the match when the heel needs it to. Yeah. If it's if a triple threat match is no disqualification, why doesn't it start as no disqualification? Why don't people just go out there? Why didn't Charlotte just go out there and grab the kendo stick right away? Why didn't Yoshirai just go grab a chair, Ripley go grab whatever like it's no disqualification it's a triple threat match yeah I walk to the match uh, with a rule. shopping cart full of yeah. weapons I hate that rule because it never comes into play until the heel needs it to or until somebody usually the heel needs it to so that always bugs me I also don't remember it being promoted as much like when triple threats are no DQ like I feel like it's being said now like there's an emphasis on it and it's I don't the, remember the last couple years they've put an emphasis right? on it yeah okay yeah okay. the last it's not couple years me. it's no it's it's been the last couple years. It's not like a recent, recent thing, but it's yeah. like recent as in the last decade or so, something like that. <laughs> OK, it's been I more just of an making sure I wasn't going crazy. No, I did enjoy the match, though. I thought they had some cool spots. I thought all three girls did a phenomenal job. Charlotte looked great as the, you know, trying to defend the title. Rhea Ripley looked cool trying to recapture what she lost to WrestleMania. And then Io Shirai, you know, never having the opportunity yet. Like, you know, sure, she's had the opportunities, but never actually winning. So the story that they told was good. And the spots that they had were fun to watch. Io Shirai jumping off the top of the house was cool. That was pretty cool. Um, what else? Uh, what else did they do? Th- throwing it through the window of the house wasn't that cool because you could clearly tell it was fake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then that it kinda... just kind of like moved out of the way, kind of like the plexiglass did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you know, I need to see some shatter. Yeah, you know? just I need some some barbershop windows. <laughs> yeah, give me something. <laughs> but it was a it was a good match. It was a fun match, and I'm so glad that Io Shirai won. She absolutely deserves this man she's deserved it for a long time she's incredible I I thought for the longest time she was the best women's wrestler in NXT um and I, I still think that I, I I think she's better than Charlotte I do 
Eo, I'm just Eo Shirai's great. Uh, no, I agree with that, and I'm I, I am glad that she won. Even though I picked Charlotte to win, and I only picked Charlotte to win just because like I didn't think they'd pull the title off of her so fast. Because like I hate that they gave Ripley like such a great push after she beat uh, Baszler, and you know she had that momentum, and then and I hate that they took the belt off of her so soon. To no, that Charlotte was a mistake. Wrestle- that was a one hundred percent mistake. Exactly, Rhea Ripley but I also should have probably dropped the title tonight and not Charlotte. I also think Correct. Charlotte should have taken the pin in the match instead of Rhea Ripley. Uh, yes, if I Charlotte's agree with there that. to help these girls like get over and put more legitimacy behind their names, then take the pinfall. Don't just take the loss. Don't lose the title. Take the pin. <laughs> now, will Charlotte stay in NXT now? Because I know she is still actually kind of been on three brands. So yeah, I wonder... and they've been saying that like she's not really a part of NXT. Right. So I just wonder if um, maybe um... she does to try to like, but but I think WWE has seen that. Oh shit, Charlotte's not increasing the ratings. Charlotte doesn't equal ratings like we thought she did. <laughs> no, and I also wonder if the Becky Lynch, you know, if they had plans, and now that Becky Lynch kind of had to drop the belt, you know, that was Charlotte's kind of Charlotte's got to kind of go fill those shoes type of a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So Maybe. I just I don't know. I just kind of hate how the NXT uh, Women's Champion has kind of like I like that. Uh, sure, I won it, but I it's just been ping ponged around too much. Yeah, and I don't like that. Like I said, you you built Ripley up, and then you kind of shit on her with the Charlotte, and then I mean, you know a few months with later fiend, with Goldberg. Uh, yeah, don't get me started. That's why I stopped watching Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> See, no. Charlotte works. Charlotte. No, Char- I'm, that, I'm that not works. a big Charlotte fan either. Though. That works. She does a spear. Oh. She does have a spear. Roman Reigns oh, has a spear wow. too. I didn't even think of. Oh my god. Roman Reigns has a spear too. Uh, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> when will we see Roman? Not to get off track, but he's uh, staying home. And, yeah, you know, rightfully so. With COVID out there, still a thing. Yeah, um, I don't blame him. And not having the best immune system because of leukemia, staying home is the right decision for him. <laughs> I don't think he's in any hurry to come back, and I don't think he no, should. No, why should he? As long as yeah. you're smart with your money, man. I mean, I don't think he's in any hurry to come back. I don't think he cares if he ever comes back. To be honest, <laughs> well, the road life. I mean, you know, one thing when we watch, you know, I guess kind of going off really off script here but you know watching the dark side of the ring and watching some of these the road life and they catches up with some of these guys you know I'm sure that's physically and mentally exhausting what these guys and their bodies go through so yeah you know with COVID happening and these guys getting to sit at home for a few months and have that family time you probably you, you know you, you kind of second guess you're like hmm, do I really want to go back because again if these guys are smart with the money that they get through these contracts one big contract and you're set for the rest of your life yeah as long as you're not out there you know buying the most luxurious houses and exactly the most you know expensive cars you can find yeah john cena yeah you know buying your own fucking private jet yeah (laughs) oh but io shirai winning nice celebration after yes i enjoyed too much confetti but a lot of confetti a lot of streamers (laughs) reminded me a lot of ring of honor (laughs) yeah yeah so all in all if if double or nothing was a four star show because i think double or nothing was four stars i agree in your house was probably three stars i i, I can agree I, with I, that i think in your house was probably as as average as it would come in terms of an overall there was some really good moments and there were some really bad moments so they balance yeah. all out kind of right split in the middle at a three star uh i think that's that that's probably where a lot of shows are going to come in at is three stars because to yeah. get a one or two stars man you're your whole show has to really, really, really suck, especially one suck star. Suck and be predictable. Yeah, yeah. And NXT kind of was predictable, at least for me. It I was. Only, I only did miss out on the first match. I thought the heels were going to win, but everything else I was spot on about. Uh, I mean, I reached for a few, like I said, 
with the Keithley, I kind of reach for the Gargano. Of course, of course. You know, but yeah, for the most part, it was pretty predictable. Yeah. But three-star show, I thought it was good. Definitely not nearly as strong as last week's Double or Nothing and not nearly as fun to watch. Uh, Double or Nothing did have more. I mean, even even with the crowd that was there, like just yeah, it, was, the crowd, it was more yeah. exciting, dude. Yeah. It yeah, was, the crowd the in Double AEW or Nothing was more so exciting. Much better. Double yeah. or Nothing or AEW pay-per-views just have that certain feel to them right now. And NXT, I, I know Triple H is trying to capture that. They're trying to, you know, they got, they got the nostalgia here with the In Your House brand again. They're trying to find ways to get people to tune in. And I mean, it works. Dude, I was super pumped for tonight. I enjoyed the show overall. I love the I'm nostalgia. Glad, yeah, love the nostalgia. Jessica kept saying how smart it was because people are going to tune in and just instantly like it because of that. And I agree. Yeah. I was yeah. one of those guys. I, You know, as soon as, as soon as it started and they did the whole, you know, intro like 1995 with the World Wrestling Federation for over whatever they did for over 50 years. Um, you know what I mean? Like that old style thing with the WWE logo kind of rotating. Yeah. Like ever since that moment, I was like, oh, dude, this is cool. This reminds me of being a nine, 10 year old kid watching. It's, that's what I was just about to say. In 1995. Yep. Me and my dad and watching you were, it. You were 11, 12, but still. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one memory. You know, me and my dad watched a lot of wrestling in the 90s. You know, it's a really cool memory to have. And uh, yeah, the, that's one thing that WWE does uh, very well is play you know, off holds the nostalgia. Down. Exactly. And they can. Yeah, they absolutely can. And, you know, AEW can to a certain extent because of the Rhodes name and because of a lot of their ties to, you know, TNT and Turner and Crockett Promotions and NWA and all that kind of stuff. Like they can kind of lean on a little bit of that, but not nearly as much. So they just have to go with, hey, we kind of look and feel like Nitro. <laughs> uh, exactly. And, and it works for yeah, them. And it works. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it works. Um, I actually didn't mean for this to go that long. We actually went a little over 40 minutes. So that's a kind of impressive on a looking back at looking back at in your house. <laughs> <laughs> can't even, it, 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 I mean, you just can't do it. It's a, a joke from our Max Level podcast. If you're not a listener to that show, first of all, go check it out. Uh, yes. Myself, Dan, Sean, and Kyle, all from leveldowngames.com, do a weekly gaming podcast every Monday and uh, crossfades cold. You will get crossfades yeah, stuck in your that, head. That song is, is a staple a of our thing. show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll be back this coming up uh, Thursday. We'll be back on Thursday morning with another episode of Hit Our Music. We'll have some AEW to talk about. I know uh, I'm really looking forward to Dynamite this week. Dynamite should be Always good. look forward yeah, to Dynamite. Always looking forward to some Dynamite, especially because we're going to start learning more and more about what the hell Fighter Fest is going to be with this two-week thing. So Yeah, I, I am interested in the two-week thing, and I also I'm not sure I'm a fan of it being on at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It's going to make it a little bit difficult for us. We might have the show come out like a yeah. day late or something those, day, those weeks yeah. because uh, you know, I know you and I can't link up at like midnight or something to do it. So <laughs> no, I have this stupid full time job yeah, that keeps getting in the way work to go to. Yeah, <laughs> so overrated. So those days we might have to delay the the episode by like a day or two just to give us time to record and watch. Um, but usually we'll always have AEW to talk about and we're going to keep an eye on NXT. I know, Dan, you do still watch it weekly. Uh, I, I don't watch the weekly uh, 
regular Wednesday shows. I do fast forward to them, kind of watching them on double or triple speed. And I usually never push play unless <laughs> I really want to watch something. Yeah. Um, but I do watch the takeovers. I do watch the pay-per-views for NXT. So we will always do a review because it's kind of fun. The takeovers do kind of coincide a lot with AEW pay-per-views to where they're sometimes really close together. So it'll be fun to kind of like compare and contrast and see which one ended up being better and more fun to watch and just better overall, I guess. So that's what this was. <laughs> yeah, this was actually fun. You're right. It kind of went a little longer than I thought as well. But yeah, I mean, you know, when you sit down and you start talking, it's You it, never it's know fun. where it's going to go. That's the beauty exactly. of the show is we yeah. literally never prepare a script. I just have our intro yeah. and outro. We never know what yeah. else. I told you the only note I took, triple threat matches. Hate that it's no DQ. <laughs> I just wanted yeah. to make sure I mentioned that it's somewhere in the show. <laughs> No, I'm kind of the same thing. I mean, I'll jot a little bit of notes down for, you know, like things that I kind of want to talk order, about. That but yeah, kind of stuff. Exa- yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, to help me out because I am bad with names. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so who's the one guy? He's um, uh, he's the champion. He uh, Adam, uh, Adam, Adam Cole, Adam baby. Gontier. No, no, no way. He's the lead singer of Three Days Grace, or at least he was. And now I think it's somebody else. And oh, well, wait, who's the uh, no, that, that's you. That's you, Dan. That is that is me. <laughs> I'm getting better, though, man. I'm getting better. <laughs> writing shit down. <laughs> but I uh, I think that was long enough. I think that's good for this bonus episode. We probably yeah. stuck around long enough in this virtual ring. Might keep that. It's I've done it three times in a row now, and it seems to seems to want like to it. stick the virtual yeah. ring. Uh, because when I do end up putting this up on YouTube, I do want to kind of put like a like a wrestling game just simulated in the background. Because I really I mean, I don't want to go back on camera for the podcast. I guess we could someday, but I don't really want to. So I think the uh, the wrestling games in the background will be the virtual ring for our podcast eventually just to kind of tie into what i'm saying there (laughs) no i mean it makes sense yeah But we do want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to this bonus episode of Hit Our Music, a professional wrestling podcast made possible by LevelDownGames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you could drop it over to our YouTube channel at YouTube.com forward slash LevelDownGames and subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up Twitch.tv forward slash LevelDownGames and click that follow button. Dan, they can also find you on Twitch as well. Yes, they can. Twitch.tv forward slash crazed. 11 k-r-a-i-z-d-1-1 and right now i am doing some detroit become human and i'm really loving the you game you know i did not get a chance to watch oh, your stream from today yet how far did you get uh which one did i um again bad with names did you do uh, the next car chapter i did where, where i was running across the street while well, the chapter so yeah so yeah i don't want to spoil it i guess if you're gonna watch what i'm doing but uh, uh, uh here's the thing i know what happened i don't, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that might be listening that does want that to play the true. game true, but, true. Uh, but uh, see i know what happens but i i just yeah, want so I, a situation happens in the house and yeah then... it's a very very emotional moment too and oh my god it's such a good game i'll have to go back and watch what you did i yeah, swear to god Dan, if, you, if you kill off any main characters i'm gonna be really upset with you <laughs> well there's one but i'm not sure yet oh, where geez. it's going so i'm curious <laughs> go yeah, check it out it. go check yeah. it out go watch it uh you might not be able to find a video on demand because twitch is getting cracked down with those dmca yes. Reports they right are. now, but um, you know, no more licensed music on the streams. <laughs> nope, I yeah, uh, I just which sucks because I like to use a lot of uh wrestling theme songs, it really kind of helps me get pumped up too to start a stream. So now it is kind of unfortunate, royalty free, generic yeah. beats. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, go check him out on Twitch, though. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook are the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links. And in that description box, you will find the link to the aforementioned Discord server that we did discuss several times today. If you want to interact with us, we're always talking wrestling in there. Uh, yes. we, have a, we have a dedicated wrestling channel where, you know, usually watching along with AEW Live, the pay-per-views live, not necessarily Raw SmackDown, but definitely AEW. So if you want to, if you like what we're doing with the AEW stuff, you want to chat with us on a weekly basis, uh, you know, talking about stuff during the off days, feel free to jump in our Discord server. We'd love to have you in there talking more wrestling with us. So check it out. Uh, do we want to do a theme song of the week? Do we? Oh, man. How do we do theme song of the week for a bonus episode? Because we can't really call it theme song of the week because theme song of the week is still Mark Henry until Thursday because that was the last theme song of the week. So we can't really call it theme song of the week. We have to call it uh, a special uh, see special theme just doesn't sound cool special theme 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 of the you know, theme of the day is dumb i mean um, outside of theme of the episode i got nothing theme of the episode sucks as well uh <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. I, I want to close out with Io Shirai because she won the women's title. So maybe maybe these bonus episodes, because the bonus episodes are always going to be like based on NXT takeovers and pay-per-views. Right. That's probably the only time we're going to sit down and do a bonus episode. Correct. So yeah. maybe we just go with like a major player from that. And we just kind of like, here's to you. Here's your celebratory. uh I like that. Here's your music type of a thing. Because if not Shirai, I was going to go Undisputed. Oh, uh, yeah, we could do that, too. Adam, your As call. As I throw up my your Undisputed. Call. I'm, your call. I'm a big Undisputed guy. I love Adam Cole. Want to pay some tribute I to love, Adam Cole? Let, let's let's do it. Let's go. Let's go Undisputed. All right. That's your uh, celebratory music for Adam Cole retaining the, uh, the NXT championship today. Now hit the music. Shock the system.